time for the main event. Well, just check out just check out Science Hour for intelligent toddlers. Oh, <laughs> and this week, is, is, oh, is, we is reviewed you and, uh, Joe. It was me and Joe. Joe Vaughn was supposed to be there, but he uh, he was off doing stuff in a in a bathroom with with someone under a stall. I don't know. So he didn't he didn't show up. Okay, yeah, he, he was tapping his sense. foot right, rhythmically. Move. This week we reviewed GCW the WRLD. The they world say it spells the world, but they forgot a letter. But yeah, that well, doesn't surprise uh, me in this. Yeah, and the I world on GCW. Right at the beginning. First thing you see in this pay-per-view, the copyright is owned by WWE. <laughs> what is that copyright? They use the WWE verbatim copyright warning at the beginning of the show. Oh, I see. Oh, yeah. So yeah. if I listen to that, the copyright for the show is owned by Vince McMahon. <laughs> so this yeah. is a Vince McMahon production, everybody. Maybe I just that's how they got away it. with using his music. Yeah, probably. And, you know, then they had, you know, this this pretty decent video package, very reminiscent of, like, WrestleMania 23. It was. Uh, that was yeah, one of the, the best the, produced things they did the whole night. The video Honestly. packages were, were, were very, very weird. That's not, <laughs> like, like, that's not a normal GCW thing. Is that style of video package. Every can once I, in a while, they'll, they'll run something. But can I say it was... Budget. Is that was that really made me laugh because they were doing it and then it was Nick Gage shows like I'm not even on this fucking show. <laughs> it's so good. It's such a I'm not even on I don't fucking care. I'm not even on this fucking show. Yeah, bro. The, 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 this show <laughs> the Grim Reefer been doing this 22 years, and then he wasn't <laughs> on after yeah. that point, dude. Grim I, Reefer I, is do want to point out that this was GCW's most successful pay-per-view ever on Fight. Oh, I mean, of, of course it was. Brett, Brett Lauderdale tweeted the, the other one, the only one that um, well, no, no, they they no, all their the shows time. are on Fight. Oh, is, yeah, but it was a pay-per-view. They no, all it's always pay a pay-per-view. They do yeah, on there, yeah. but this is the first one they showed on like actual cable pay-per-view. I see. I see. I see. Yeah, but um, you know, he tweeted that it was the most successful they've ever been, but he was really bummed, and I think we'll, we'll reflect that later. Um, he was really bummed because they lost money still somehow. Well, well, no yeah. doubt, dude. You see how how many people did they pay for one match? <laughs> like a nineteen minute match. They paid like fucking thirty wrestlers for that. It's okay. Fun. I'm fairly certain only like two people in this first match were paid. And we have the grab the brass ring ladder match where we have. Please hold. I know absolutely none of these people. I know the, for one. G we have PCO. Hold on here. G Raver, Jimmy Lloyd, PCO. Um, there was um, AJ oh, Gray. Yeah, AJ Gray, the guy from the Second Year Crew. There was. He just showed up. He was like, "Yeah, I'm just here." Well, no, he he was no, he was supposed to fight Eddie Kingston on the show, bro, and then Eddie Kingston wasn't able to compete. That that's why he was in this match. Yeah, but he wasn't supposed to be in the match. He wasn't announced. He just showed up, like legit. Oh well, yeah. No, no, I was but, gonna say, but he was supposed what, what to fight Eddie to, Kingston. On what the show. happened to Eddie? He he's he's got some injury. 
like minor like injury broken, that he can't compete. Yeah. yeah. Dude, what is he got All right, dude. AJ Gray versus Eddie Eddie Kingston would have fucking slapped. Anyways, there's uh Tony Deppen. Um the only real wrestler in the match. Oh, uh, J- uh Jordan 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 uh Jordan Oliver. Okay, the two. Uh, and then <laughs> PCO. I'm missing one. I said PCO. I oh. think that was it. I think it was six of them, right? PCO, Alex no, Cologne, G Raver, Tony Deppin, Jimmy Lloyd. I forgot. Jimmy Lloyd, sorry. AJ Gray and Jordan Oliver. And the grab the brass yeah. ring. T- basically, it's a money in the bank, but you get to choose your title. Um, Ooh, um this kind of sucked. This match. What this whole show was weird because of the New York State Athletic Commission. They weren't able to do the blood, and and, and they tried to do this ladder match with deathmatch wrestlers mostly. Alex Cologne is a deathmatch wrestler. Jimmy Lloyd is not always a deathmatch wrestler, but that's what he's primarily known for. Same with G Raver. And you know, PCO was like 55 years old. Jordan Oliver is not very experienced, and Tony Deppen um, is closer to Imperium and Strong Style than what he is this kind of match. Um, yeah, this this was a car crash in the worst way that I couldn't look away from because shit just kept on happening and- that wasn't supposed to. And I will say the match suffered from a mix of the ring not being mic'd and the acoustics they are not used to of the Hammerstein ballroom. And because also the... nothing sounded like it had impact. And, man... Um... And the ring was, like, shifted over on like the side of the ring. And they and kept doing stop this... laughing. And they kept doing this stupid shit where they kept trying to climb this, the ladder that, like, is obviously too small. <laughs> Yo, Aaron was so mad. Aaron was so mad at Alex Cologne at some point in the match because he was just doing the real. No, no, no. He's doing the real slow climb, though. Like the real slow climb. Always hated it. Oh, the WWE climb. From the way Dude, so there there were two botches in this match. I can't remember what the first one was. It wasn't that big a deal. But the fucking botch with AJ Gray on the ladder outside where he goes to jump and just falls off onto the ropes in the other ladder and just has to play it off is just like so atrociously bad. And like, and then to go on and win, like, pretty much like right after that. And you could tell he was banged the fuck up. Like, he was hurt from that. Pretty fucking bad because he landed so badly, so badly. I it was it, it was an experiment that that really didn't work. I mean, yeah. there was there was the one thing about this match, and I gave this one thing a point seven five just for the fucking bump, uh, and that was the fucking the doomsday device, PCO's doomsday device with the ladder. That shit. Was fucking brutal. Yeah, and, and that, that uh, worth that pile driver on on Jordan Oliver on the ladder was cool. Um, yeah. that Tony Deppen that Tony Deppen springboard like like four <laughs> ump that he like landed from one rope to the other and then did like the four fifty and then just kind of just shoved his legs. Out. Yeah, that was there were that was there, were, cool. there were 
portions of this match that that were really engaging in a good way. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but it, overall, it was just a mess. Uh, yeah, no, it was, it was a it was, huge it mess. Was, it was a total but, mess. But it was entertaining, and I give it a star and a half for being entertaining, and especially for that Doomsday device because I've never seen that before. And uh, yeah, sh- points for that. Points for that for sure. So one one and a half is what I wrote down. Hi, Nat. Thanks for sneezing on me. Oh, well, god damn you, because at least you and I are drinking, because I gave it a one and a half, too. We said, You said that you, we weren't going to do this this time. I, I said we weren't going to have a three-way. I don't think we're going to have mm. a three-way, and I don't think Meltzer rated this show. I'd love uh, to have I mean, three-way with I'm, you guys. Um, I'm going to be honest. I like agree with a one and a half, and I was thinking that before you guys said anything. But... Before we do any drinking, uh, I have some special ratings for the show today. Um, my girlfriend Aaron gave this a two and a half stars. Um, so it's it not a clusterfuck. No, but it wasn't extraordinary. Um, and and yeah, she just really, just really hated out climbing the ladder. Um, super. <laughs> but slow. she liked. The, she thought it was an average match. Yeah, I mean, she she's got some some ratings here uh, that that people aren't going to agree with, and that's okay. Because um, <laughs> I've it got is. them right in front of me. <laughs> she, yeah, I'm sure she's also on some like pretty powerful sedatives and such. So she's allowed to fucking rate things whatever she wants. If she wants to fucking rate this match for purple pixies, man, she has every right. She's earned it, man. She's fucking earned it for sure. Yeah. So. Shout and shout out. We love you, Aaron, so much. And it's not a clusterfuck, but it is a three way. A three way for that. <sighs> On to yep. the next one. Match that, number two. That brings us to our Lucha Libre Trios match of the evening, where we have Team Bandito with ASF Bandito and the Laredo Kid taking on. Team Gringo with Arez, <laughs> Demonic Flamita, and Gringo Loco. Dude, this shit was the best botch of the night, man. The fucking the ring announcer getting almost all the way through the first team's names before realize. Oh wow, he just is gone before realizing that fucking he had gotten the wrong team completely. Holy shit, dude. I fucking lost it. I was like, what just happened? And then I realized he had just announced the wrong team. He's just like the the wrong oh shit, the wrong guys. Just the wrong they all they all look the same to me. I'm just gonna say if you only have the names to look at, the team gringo has way more Spanish names in it than Team Bandito, so I can understand the confusion. Yeah, it just was funny. It was just because he was just like, oh. (laughs) <laughs> fucking just yeah, dead dude. stop oh just to- totally fucked it up it was, awesome. it was so funny it was so yeah. funny and the best part is like i i had just we had j- i had just got to that part right after dozer sent that message in like the group chat being like man these guys have like just such good ring announcers that <laughs> i was like yeah except for the dude who got the wrong fucking team of mexicans yep. Well, dude, you, you haven't gotten to the good ring announcer yet. Well, he did do the first match, and I all I was thinking is like before he opened his mouth because I've never seen this guy before. Was like I fucking 
hate this guy just looking at him with his fucking like his his fucking acid wash jeans and this fucking <laughs> dude he just looks like such a fucking douchebag but credit where credit's due he's got fucking he's got a voice he's got a fucking incredible voice yeah, was... uh i wish he had not been wearing those jeans i think that was really oh no dude that's what he does man he's got this fucking pbr jacket that was only given to like like a certain amount of people dude i'm he, down with that he's got he... the aesthetic dude he, he does it he he's does got have... it he's got it good i dig it yeah um, I, I hate looking at him but i love listening to him and i stand by that also, this... while we're still talking about the entrances, I you do have to talk about entrance music a bit on this show because it does get a little weird. And I have to say, I expected a lot of weird entrance music. I did not expect to hear anybody breaking out Lindsey Sterling for an entrance yeah, song. <laughs> very weird. Um, I will say that when the first team comes in, like the, the crowd goes mild. The crowd did not <laughs> give a fuck about this match. Not even a tiny little itty bitty bit. They did not care about these guys. They were not into it. But uh, and I was working them into it. They they yeah, totally they did. By the end, of yeah, the match, they got the crowd into it with some big spots. Yeah. There was like, some stuff that was that was all right. I didn't like this match. This for me was the worst match of the night. You are was out a, of your. It was, for me, it was the mind. worst match of the night. Um. I've yeah, all so my crazy. I guess, but I also, I also, I don't know if what I've, I didn't actually write down a rating for the main event because I'm still kind of pissed off about it. So I don't know. You are, but yeah. you are so crazy right now to call this the worst match of the night. What, for what me, it was 7.75. It didn't even get a full oh. star for me. I literally could not fucking pay attention to it. I was so bored. I was so oh. bored. They did the stupid fucking. The, like the fucking like three minute triple stack destroyer that took him fucking oh, an dude, hour to, to hold e- hold each other up and no, get each other stop, up so they could all get up there oh, and stand there and it. pose and fucking you look special you and it. so they could all look good and it, jump at the same time and flippy dippy bullshit stop stop it it was sloppy was... the whole thing was a mess this was a classic, and this is the first time you'll hear me say this tonight, but not, but not the last time. This was a classic ECW decision. This was just a six-man Lucha-style tag match just to put it put it on the card. There was no story. It was just go out there and, and do your shit. Um, and, and for what it was, it was really fun, man. Uh, the, the triple stack destroyer is the craziest thing I've ever seen in a professional wrestling match. Um, yeah, 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 it was yeah, pretty it, crazy. Yeah, it, it, it took a second, but uh, okay. <laughs> I hey, mean, Isaac. there's there's something about them just fucking that, like stacking, uh, you know, it's dude, they're, they're just going out there and being athletic, and 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 <laughs> it was it was it was just a really good time for me. I had yeah, a great time. I this did. was like a this was like a, a, a three star entertaining match. No, it did not get that. It did not get that high for me, but like, yeah, clearly you rated one. Man, y'all are out of control. I, just, I did was, not. I couldn't follow it. That was my issue, dude. I couldn't. Dude, the, I like the lucha. The double, I like the the double surfboard, and then uh, uh, Green there was some... coming over with the senton. Dude, that looks that so shit sketchy. Was gnarly. 
It was so, so gnarly. that looked good. It just didn't Dude. hold my attention. Uh, yeah, I still, the best part of it was the ring announcer fucking right. up the introduction. All right, all right. Third third match, move on. We're... This is <laughs> this is a young Leo Leo Rush who is yes. uh who's money taking on Blake Christensen in an actual wrestling match. This is a pretty fucking solid match. It wasn't anything like groundbreaking, it wasn't anything spectacular, but I haven't really gotten a chance to watch any Leo Rush outside of his WWE work where he didn't actually do anything. Yeah. Um and yeah, he's not bad. I don't no, think he's, he's as he's a good worker. I don't think he's as good as he thinks he is, Mm-mm. but he's pretty good. Also, he's, like, he's solid. He stole Jay White's finisher at the end of the match. He did the uh, he did the, uh, the, the 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 switch blade. Yeah, and I mean the match itself. I, there's nothing that like stands out for me in it as like good, but there's nothing that like stood out as bad either. Like it for me, it was just an average match. I mean. I don't have much to say about it, honestly. I, I I enjoyed it. I didn't hate it. I didn't love it. It was right in the middle for me. And I mean, I can't give it anything other than a two and a half for I, that very reason. Say, there was that one knee to the head that I think I audibly went, oh, like that was a fucking knee to the head. Yeah. And it was a, there was that beautiful 450 splash that I can't knock at all. I all in all, I gave this match a three five. I enjoyed it. it. It kept me entertained. It was actual pro wrestling, not a lot of shenanigans. And you know, it's a it's a match, unsurprisingly, that I'd expect to see on like a Ring of Honor card. Yeah, no, I I, I agree with Dozer here. I just think it was a, a all around solid kind of indie style pro wrestling match. There was there was telling there was that need to the head um you know there was strong style there was the flippy stuff um the 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 real bummer is is that originally blake christian was supposed to be wrestling john gresham for the ring of honor championship um and and john gresham is much more of a a technician he's much more of just a pure you know, wrestling style guy. And I think that that matchup would have been more interesting and would have led to, you know, a, a more engaging contest, but it was, it was good. I mean, you know, all the strikes were, were solid. The, the flippy stuff landed, there was actual work. There were spots. Um, it was to, to me, it, it was a three-star match again for, for completely different reasons. Um, yeah. What was the time on this one? Uh, like fifteen I think minutes it doesn't have the times listed. Gotcha. I'll look. I'll look it up because um, like the first like few matches were were long, but I feel like this one out of all of them felt like it was like the right length. Yeah, and, and, and it real quick, was uh, the right length. Uh, I just quick. want to say real quick, Aaron, uh, last match. Oh totally yes. forgot she she did not rate it because she went to the bathroom. Aged in this one, she gave a three. Dozer, go ahead. This one was 12, 12 minutes, 34 seconds, which is a good time. I feel like the first one, that match was almost 17 minutes, which was a little long. The The trios match was 14 minutes, which was felt a little long. I just timing on this whole show was an issue. 
but whatever. It's, it's their it's first real show issue. with yeah. a time limit. No, I, it is. I, I get that. But it, man, it made it fucked things up. Well, that brings us to Matt Cardona with Chelsea Green taking on Joey Janela. Um. Okay. Fucking Matt Cardona's troll entrance to Enter Sandman. Fucking amazing. With the McFoley shirt on. I mean, just truly, truly incredible. Um, He just gets it in the way nobody thought that he would. You know, going from Zack Ryder to Matt Cardona is like. You know, Drew, Drew, Drew McIntyre as the chosen one to Drew McIntyre today. Yeah, but <laughs> you know I mean, what I mean. I think I think even more impressive though, honestly, because Drew McIntyre as the chosen one was hand chosen by like you know Vince, etc. Zack Ryder as like you know the internet champ, etc. Was like him, all him. It was him, his sheer willpower, his him and his fucking ability to just get himself over right and like to go and do that once like that and like get fucked the way he did and then to be able to like actually come back and do it again like legitimately like fucking more power to him you know like wwe like if this doesn't prove that they drop the ball on him i don't know what does Uh oh dozer spilled is that a spill just a little bit i was just adding more drink to my coke oh i see you didn't knock your glass over nope yeah um but yeah car the goddamn that cardona entrance was great um hey joey janela's entrance was an entrance the one thing i will say throughout this whole match that eventually got a bit annoying they kept tarping on repeatedly that joey janela is in the best shape of his life and it's real hard to go along with that narrative when you have pudgy boy card, pudgy boy Janela there with rather jacked Cardona. I will give credit. I did look at Janela and say, and say, fucking wow, he does look. And I didn't even hear them doing that because I was like sort of half tuned out. But I definitely heard like was looking at him and like, wow, he does look better than I've ever seen him before. Yeah, I mean, and he but that's not better. like. Yeah, I mean, that's like, you know, after fucking, um, what's his name? Blues Traveler had his fucking, his his band (laughs) surgery there. Yeah, it's, you know, when you have Matt Cardona, who's like legitimately jacked in this, looking way better than he ever did as Zack Ryder. And just the whole look, dude, with the beard, he just looks badass. Yeah. So that worked, and then... The rest of the match. Uh... Oh my god! Yeah, Shane is Shane has got booted, so I can actually say like what I feel about this. I, god damn it, dude, it's got so frustratingly annoying. Um, so it's a it's a love letter to ECW one night stand. I get that, but you literally took two full matches and recreated them in the in the in the time of this and like. Yeah. And, and I'm sorry, but I was getting into this match. I'm not a Janela fan. I'm not. I was getting into this match. I was feeling it. And then fucking Vince McMahon's music hits. And fucking out comes goddamn fucking bullshit fucking... Oh, my God. Uh, Virgil and Vince McMahon mask. 
And then out comes fucking Haystack Calhoun's fat son. And then two midgets show up or two small little fucking two dwarves show up. And then fucking who else showed up uh, after the dwarves? Um, uh, fuck, Brian Kurt Hawkins. Meyer. Yeah, showed up. Some lawyers showed up. Fucking. Well, Smart Mark Sterling was the first to show up because he said, hey, hey, you can't use the title, but we can. Yeah, Jesus Christ, yeah. And um, so, yeah, I mean, oh, Vag Blaster, 6,000. Hell yeah. Hello, Vag Blaster, 6,000. Um, <laughs> yeah. I, I, once, once all the run-ins started happening, because like I was saying, I was telling him I was getting into this match. I was getting into a Joey Janela match. I was into the fight. I was into both of them. I thought they were both doing really well. And then just fucking running after running after running after running after fucking running after well, running. And fucking, yeah, I don't know. Like the right man won the match. But by the time, by the time it actually got to that point, like I just didn't give a fuck anymore. Like there was so much time spent in this match without Matt Cardona or fucking Joey Janela even participating. Did he just hang up on us? He I mean he keeps getting mad, dude. <laughs> so what I will say though is you can get annoyed at all the goddamn interruptions that happen in the match. And I but did. the original one. That Chelsea Green double cross, that was fucking masterful. No, that that was great. That was a really good moment, especially amazing piece of work, right? And sure, and let and like let that Chelsea Green business be like that one thing in the match that like is that moment. You don't need the rest of it. Have your ECW one night stand tribute during instead of doing the the ladder match. You know, like have some bullshit match and, and do your tribute, but let Cardona and Janela do their thing. Have that Chelsea Green moment actually pay off the whole storyline that they were building instead of just getting lost in the mix of fucking everyone showing up. I will say, X Pac, that motherfucker looked good. I've never seen him look so good. Yeah. He looked in the best fucking shape. Of, I've never looked seen him look so intimidating. And using yeah. the best version of the DX anthem. Yes. Yeah, he, but, he looked good. Um and, and I totally agree with you. The uh the Chelsea Green, you know, turning on Matt Cardona and then it turns in that that you know, that should have been the finish to the match because yeah. it would have made more sense to lead to another match where maybe Joey beats Matt because I guarantee you that the feud's not over. I guarantee you that they'll do it for another uh, you know, another pay-per-view. I really liked all of the run-ins. Uh, the, the whole match was just a tribute to ECW, One Night Stand 05 and 06 main events. All of the run-ins, uh, you know, uh, uh, Brian Myers showing up in, in the, you know, in the Edge cosplay and, and you know, spearing Joey Janela <laughs> through the door. Like, you Which... know, being in the Hammerstein, if, if Cardona wins, we riot. You know, the, the crowd played into it, you know. I have to state because I doubt it, but we might have some younger fans that don't truly appreciate how fucking funny it is of Brian Myers cosplaying Edge. <laughs> yeah, I mean, really and, and and I don't know. Fuck, I dude. 
I I really really enjoyed this. I thought it was fun. I I liked seeing Marco Stunt come back and seeing him have a oh Jesus seeing, seeing him have a place. I enjoyed a lot of things about this match. Marco Stunt was not one of them. Um, I mean I mean just, it really no. I'm sorry, but any if you put Marco Stunt next to fucking Hornswoggle, and they they look this like fucking like it makes Hornswoggle look intimidating. Like you are not. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Let's remember, Hornswoggle bullied the shit out of the great colleague. Sure, but I'm just talking. I'm just talking stature wise. I am, dude. What 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 did you rate this, Isaac? He looked like a child. He looked like a legitimate child. I have I have eighth graders at the school I work at that are fucking bigger than Marco Stunt. Um, I rated this match. I, I have two ratings here. It's a scale. Um, <laughs> should we rate it first and then you can adjust? Will that make you feel more comfortable? Um, I, I have it written down, so it's going to be one of the two. Go ahead, rate it. I'm going to think on it. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I had a good time. I don't think it was a great match by any means. Um, but to be honest, I had the the most fun I had had all night. I think uh, for me, this is like a, a, a three two five. I felt at home. I felt comfortable. Uh, Aaron rated this a five on the account that she was just on her seat at all times and had no clue what was happening, and it was just you know popping her uh, you know her senses. Huh. That's you a, know that's that's a. I that's... thought this match was absolutely fantastic from the fun perspective so in the spirit of fantastic i gave it a four i um i was entertained enough to not give it a half star or one star or even a one and a half star i have written down 1.75 to two and i'll give it a two i'll give it a two because the match that the actual wrestling match that I watched with Matt Cardona and Joey Janela, I was really into. It was all the other shit that pulled me out of it. Had it just been the wrestling match and the and the fucking Chelsea Green swerve, I would have probably gone with a four. And 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 you know, and you you, you would have and like the thing is you're gonna get like the world's gonna get that match coming up very very soon. Again, they they sure. you know. This is their their first, you know. This is their biggest show ever. They just have to get people on it. You know what I mean? And 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 you know, get people talking. You know, the Virgil thing was completely useless. But again, we're talking about. It. I'm sure Twitter and is Jesus talking Christ. about the fact. And talk about looking like yeah. a fucking mummy, dude. Jeez, he looked like shit. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and, and then you know, X Pac coming out and actually because he got cleared recently. He you know, looks he, so, dude. That was the first thing I said. I was like, "Holy shit, he looks incredible." I, I, I bet you coming up real soon, it'll be X Pac and Joey Janela versus Brian Myers and Matt Cardona on some GCW show. I mean, it's gonna make them cash. You know, you, you just have to that. set these things up, hundred percent. Especially because it'll, prob- it'll probably be like thirteen ninety nine. Like, I'll, I mean, I, I, I just want to do some rounding errors here because it's kind of fucking funny. We essentially rated this match two, three, four, five. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm going with two. So, I mean, it was it was. Uh, this is the most angry I got. I think up until the main event, just because it was just like Jesus Christ, really another running. But at the same time, I did have fun. Um, my yeah. biggest 
thing of the whole match was Haystack's illegitimate son. Oh my god. It <laughs> What the fuck? I I have nothing against bigger wrestlers, but goddamn, don't wear sweatpants. <laughs> Dude, we got some yo. We yo, got some pots. Yo, what up, Beppa? Beppa, sister nineteen, lol online. Pretty sweet. So, we love Beppa. Oh, we got a couple of them. We got Hana oh, Kapashabalava, Vor.ong. <laughs> Let's see what Hana Hakakapasapala has to say. Oh, speaking <laughs> of Hana Kapasapala. Um, for the next match, we have uh, Ruby Soho versus uh, Alley Catch. Isaac, you have five seconds from this very moment to get out what you want to get oh out. Oh, my God. I want to fucking be suffocated with her ass. Uh, tongue in her asshole. Eat her poop. Um, look at her butthole. Right, Just put seconds, my face in it. Uh, eat her pussy. No, no, yeah, okay, we're done. Um, <laughs> so as far as the wrestling match uh, goes... Uh, you know, I think this was really a, a huge moment for Alley Catch that they that they trusted her enough to be in the only women's match on the card. They put her against Ruby Soho. Uh, th there were really a, there were a couple points where Alley looked uh, maybe nervous, maybe a little bit, you know, jumpy. Kind of botched a couple things, but it looked like Ruby. But Soho did you see swung. that ass? No, we're moving on. We, we we're, we're moving on. I gave you the five seconds. Five seconds. Um, I have five more seconds. No, Is that no, what you no, said? Because no, 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 I will no. take it. But um, yeah. I mean, it was just a, a, a solid women's wrestling match, and um, you know, uh, Ali benefited a lot more than than Ruby did. Um, my biggest issue was it wasn't long enough. It yeah, hundred really percent. It, it could have gone like another five minutes. And it yeah, the fact really... that the fact that yeah. those first couple matches got the time they did. I mean, it, it, it's these last matches needed more time. GCW yeah. doesn't really have a women's division though, and that's the issue. They do a whole lot of intergender stuff. Sure, they, but they, they have a match with arguably one of the biggest independent I, women stars on the planet with Ruby Soho. No, I, I and I, you I put them in correctly, and it's and it's literally the one of one of two matches on the on the card that is under ten minutes. Yeah, no, so, I mean it. God knows. I need to talk about the production because oh, when her, one, her, the video production coming into this was fucking phenomenal with that alley promo. That was a great promo. That was yeah. goddamn perfect. Yeah, that was really that's, I mean, that was WWE yeah, level of perfect promo. She's part if of not she better. Bussy with Epi. Oh, with Epi. With Epi. I would. Oof. And then them actually using the right intro to Ruby Soho, not fucking goddamn Tony Khan's butchered version. The real good chords, ransom, yeah, just beautiful. And well, GCW's punk rock, man. It it worked. You know, there's a it lot did. of good shit on the ropes. I enjoyed that. Mm -hmm. Damn good match. Now you I can had, continue, Jane. <laughs> I had a lot of fun. I had a lot of fun with this one. I really did. And not just because of Ali Catch's thickness, which was a fucking solid point for sure. Yeah, but no, I mean Ali like Catch is a is a thick woman. But Ruby's great. They put on a good wrestling match. They put on a proper wrestling match. It was fucking 
it was dope, man. It was good to see. And I, my biggest issue yet was uh, it's the one thing I really wrote down was it wasn't long enough, but it was still long enough to give it a three and a quarter. Giving it more time to, to air out a little bit, I think it could have done better. I'm giving it a two and a half because it didn't have enough time. Um, I, one thing coming out of this match that I realized I really want is for Alley Catch to go do the AEW Dark run because she's got it. I mean, she's she's different. She's extremely beautiful. She's sexy. She does power moves. She, you know, looks for the pile driver. You know, she tries the high flying moves. Sometimes they don't work, but you know, she's clearly got it. You know what I mean? She's got something. And I think going and doing the AEW dark, just circuit where she can wrestle all of these different veterans and newcomers and everything else. And just constantly wrestle and, and like, just get more experience and then come back to, to, to um, GCW, maybe when they're ready to have like a women's division or something, yeah. it, you know what I mean? And kind of front that, I think that would be awesome from her. I, I, I like Ellie Catch. considering like AW dark without someone on YouTube. Yeah. Yeah. So I could, I could see it, see that ass on YouTube. I like that. I like that idea. Speaking of seeing that ass, Dozer, what do you rate this match? I gave it a two and a half. The cheeks got yeah. me, dude. I gave it a 3.25. Well, we I, I was blinded, dude. I was all about that. We knew going into that, but Shane, I hate to say this. First off, did Aaron give this a rating? Yes. Um, Aaron gave this a uh, a four just because she really likes both Ali Catch and Ruby Soho. She's a big fan of both of these women. That is fair. Probably so. But, you know, we, we can't ignore, because we skipped it. We can't ignore RVD. I mean, Mance Warner coming out and uh, cutting his promo that he said he can't wrestle. Oh, yeah, dude. Yeah, he came out. He did the RVD. He can't wrestle promo. Um, and then, Is that what he was saying? Oh, yeah. yeah. All I heard was... <laughs> yeah, they would have had to have, you know, I would have crawled my ass out from the back. And then, um, you know, Atticus Cougar, Atticus Cougar comes in. <laughs> His mic barely works. Four for Ohio boys. Um, Mance, Mance Warner comes in. Lights go out. Sabu and, and Bill Alfonso, who started fucking whistling. Doing the whistle gimmick, which tipped everyone off. Um, it was well, that that was a good way to reveal it, honestly. Yeah, but it was, yeah, Sabu threw a chair and wore, and wore his COVID mask, and that was about it. <laughs> hey, but, Isaac, Isaac can, can you back up from your mic by but, about like an inch? You're, you're really popping the the pussy. Um, the one the one thing I did like about this was the Pantera. Though I fucking love that shit. Which is what really Respect. made me realize how much they're Whoa. just doing the one night stands. I'm like, oh my oh, god, yeah. this is the Rob Van Dam spot. Yeah, they no. felt the need to put this in. And, and I think and, and Sabu interrupted that one too. Yeah. <laughs> Sabu absolutely did. The lights went out on Rhino, and and and, and he, he threw the chair to me and ended up going through it. I just I just I, like to think they were doing Pantera for Bill Alfonso. It was. Um, <laughs> Yeah, it was it was it was a definitely a, a cool moment for Atticus. I'm sure getting a chair thrown at him by Sabu. It got 
you know, him and 44OH on the show. It got the second gear on the crew, second gear crew on the show beyond Effie and beyond AJ Gray. So uh, Matthew Justice got to make an appearance. Uh, Mans Warner comes back, you know, kind of from the injury. I don't know. It was effective. It was entertaining. Yeah, I had yeah. no idea what was happening, but yeah, it was fun. Um, that brings us to Effie versus Jeff Jarrett, which I would like to state, ladies and gentlemen, this rates the fourth promotion. We are rating a Jeff Jarrett match in on this show. This match sucked. <laughs> this yeah. match was fucking terrible. All it was was Jeff Jarrett and Effie slapping each other with a belt over and over again due to Jeff Jarrett's natural limitations as far as his age and, and otherwise. Did you, did you see him slap the referee in the face with yes. a fucking belt? I, 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 I saw it. Jeff, the thing is, is this match was great for character. Effie was was totally himself and, and you know, sold the choke by awesome. liking it. Oh, he was and, awesome. And, and was, dude, Effie's incredible. He, I, he had a moment, and, and I just heard it, and I tried to find it, and I just didn't have the patience. But at one point, he was getting, like, beat on and choked out and fucking, it was like pineapple juice, pineapple juice. Um, and it killed me. But yeah, the match itself was 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 so so. Uh, the wrong person it, won. It was an Attitude Era match at its core. It was but, no substance, all all character. Yeah, and the wrong person definitely won because Jeff Jarrett ended up beating. Yeah, um, there was no need for Effie. that. I mean, it was it was it was a cool finish. I liked it. I liked it. I liked I liked the guitar shot to the head. I liked the stroke through the guitar. Mm-hmm. Um, this match I, gets an extra point two five from me simply for Jeff Jarrett using the fucking TNA theme, dude. Well, I heard it was them, a modified TNA. Don't don't care. All I need to hear is 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 that better. little sh- that shrill noise. It was the- good. It was good. Yeah, dude. Oh. I gave it. I gave it. I gave it a three total. Honestly. My 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 rating no, and the only reason is because I gave it one and a half stars for the pineapple juice. It was a one and a half star match all day. That's all it really deserved. But I gave it a one and a half for that, and, so it gets a three. And a one and a half is is what I was gonna rate it. I mean, I don't yeah. I don't think it's really anyone's fault. It just went too long. It was it, too long, it but it was it was good though. It didn't it, have it served its purpose. It didn't have any right on the show with the guy that won. You know what I mean? But yeah. Jeff Jarrett, if Jeff Jarrett had lost, I think it would have gotten it would gotten a better score for me. But I don't think Jeff Jarrett would have signed up for this match if he was losing. That being said, I gave it a three. I enjoyed it, and I think it's one of the best Jeff Jarrett matches we've watched. <laughs> It was fun. That's not and, a very and, high bar given the Jeff Jarrett matches we've watched. And shout out to shout Effie's out to Effie. the truth. Effie is 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 the truth on on a lot of levels. And shout out to him for his cameo that yeah. he did for for you and for Aaron because yeah. that was legitimately fucking awesome. I'm on Team Effie. And, team Effie uh, for sure. Me too. Can did 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 Aaron just give this a six or? No, she was pissed he lost. Three and a half, totally. She was pissed he lost, right? Yeah, no. Uh, she was not happy he lost, but, um, you know, he, he put up a showing. I Look, at the end of the day, I think Jeff Jarrett worked more than I expected him to work. Mm-hmm. 
I mean, he he at least fucking tried. Yeah. Yeah, and he still and looks pretty jacked. That's what mm-hmm. I think is most endearing about GCW is they might not have the most talent in the world. They might not have the best, you know, you know, way to work. You know what I mean? Obviously, they don't run shows the best or anything else. But everybody in that company fucking gives a shit. And you can tell. You know what I mean? Everybody wants that company to succeed in a very ECW way. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, it's... Yeah. I just, there comes a point where, like, for me, ECW was so good. It was so original. It was so unique that, like, if you spend all your energy and effort trying to recreate that, like there's no way that you can succeed ultimately. But but the but but the only the only way on this show they tried to recreate it was the Sabu thing and the Matt Cardona match. Nothing else really tried to do an ECW thing other than that. But in it, spirit, it's very ECW. What I will say <laughs> is ECW is Nirvana. It was great if you take into consideration everything else that existed at the time and, and how if you look at it and how it changed the, the landscape of the yeah and, it, and it's entertaining but if you as look hell, at it on its own with today's lenses it's, it's a piece of shit it's if horrible. you don't take into consideration yeah. the context around mm-hmm. it it's 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 very gcw style where again you know it's it's, it's clunky but like pretty much everyone is over you know the people that are there love it and 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 it's its own little world you just have to watch it in that in that lens yeah. but speaking of that about that we have our gcw world championship match match of the night right here where we not have homicide taking on john moxley not long enough not bloody enough but still the ma- but still the match of the night. Oh well, yeah. I mean, they 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 beat the piss out of each other. It was very, Moxley looked incredible. Very stiff. Yeah, Moxley looked incredible. I loved it him. Felt special. In I love. I loved him flashing the heel. You know what I mean? Just a little bit throughout the match. You know, you know, shoving the referee didn't wear away. His good jacket there. Yeah. No. I mean, he he looked great. I loved. Um, uh, you know the the death by driver. I loved the you know the stiff suplexes they hit on each other. I loved um, the homicide dive. You don't see very much. There was a lot of fucking TNA residue on this mm-hmm. show. TNA and Impact, Cardona, Brian Myers, obviously Jeff Jarrett, Homicide. Um, but yeah, this was just um, a really solid street fight style match. You know what I mean? It wasn't hardcore. But it, it was it was it was brutal. It was grueling. Um, I definitely think the right guy won. I like Homicide. Mm-hmm. He's got the, the the hardest named finisher ever. I mean, they're I mean he fucking cop killer fucking, whatever. Finishes fucking cop killer, dude. Yeah. I mean that's that's yeah. as punk rock as you can get. I mean yeah. that's. But, I mean he didn't. He doesn't need the win. And no, Mox, John, I mean he John, needed it. John, John Moxley is is really the truth. Um, and if you're going, if you are making this push to become the third promotion, yeah, homicide's you not need the guy. Moxley as your champion yeah. with the roster you have right now. 
He is mm-hmm. their Jericho. He is who will bring especially, eyes. And especially considering he goes, he's on AEW all the time, and he can bring that belt there. But he does. Yeah, no, he does. But he I mean, can. But he's he, he's about to go fucking fight fucking Brian Danielson, dude. Mm-hmm. That's gonna be his first feud back, and that shit is gonna slap. But yeah, this match was 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 pretty fucking good. Again, not, like it, nothing stood out as yeah. being like exceptional on it, but like. It, Fucking homicide got his tooth knocked out. Fucking, it was a good match. Three and three and a half for me. Yeah, the uh, the paradigm shift on 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 the um, seated chair. You know the the, the chair and in, in seat position. Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. love GCW using the chair and sit down position as much as they do because it makes everything look so much more brutal than just mm-hmm. landing on a flat chair. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and I'm sure it is. Uh, yeah, I mean, th- th- this was the match of the night. It, it should have really, honestly, this should have been like 10 minutes longer than what it was. I mean, it should have almost doubled in length. There was so much wasted and time. Also, it should have been at the end of the show because the, 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 the final shot of Moxley laying down the title like he did after the match and then getting down and bowing to Homicide while Homicide's still selling would have been a really, really compelling last image of, of this. Yeah, but God, they, 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 they couldn't have their ECW send-off with a beer bash in the ring. Oh, God, yeah. yeah hey, imagine that. look. Uh, this, you, for, I'm, I'm you, sorry. You, I'm so on, sorry. Okay, but, mm. but both of you stop. Let me, let, let me rate this. Isaac, we'll, we'll get there. We'll yeah, get there, Isaac. We'll get there. We're not. We're not rushing. Gotta have the beer bash instead of the actual match. Yeah, this this was like a like a three and a quarter match for 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 me. Um, with an extra ten minutes, it really could have reached up into that four four two five. Um, Agreed. That's why it was range. three three and a half um, for me. Aaron Aaron rated this. I be, I believe a four. Yes, a four. Okay. Well, Shane, I say this to you. Raise your glass. <laughs> Cheers, mate, because I gave it a 3.25. And now See, I, I like this say, more than both of you. See, I knew this was going to be a surprising outcome. What I will say is, well, yes, I always think the show should end on the title match. Like that, with the exception of like the Royal Rumble. It should always, the world title should always end the show. That is my belief. That should be the main event. I like the Royal Rumble ending but with the title match. If you are you trying to appease the GCW crowd, you can't end on anything. It but got, Nick fucking Gage. It got ruined for me. The surprise did, but as soon as I saw that the heavyweight title wasn't the final match, I knew. Like, and it just made sense. Dude, it should have fucking been FTR. And it should have been FTR. It should have been FTR 100%, but, but Nick they're saving, needed to be on this show. But they're going to they, yeah. save that for AEW. And, yeah, and, and, and looking at it, it makes sense to get the belts off the Briscoes so they can go to AEW. But yeah, no. I mean, but, and, and it makes sense to make space for Nick Gage in a non-heavyweight title situation at this current moment because Mox is going to hold that belt for a real long time. But what the fuck, and, dude? Those tag belts with fucking whatever Tremont. dude. Dude, he, he, he went and fought Onita, dude. I don't know shit. FMW All I'm saying Onita? is that it's yeah. a weird, that's a weird tag team. 
No, it's not. If you know GCW. But the best part of this was the entrance for Nick Gage when he was like going to the crowd. He's so over. Did you see someone trying to hand him a joint? Yeah. (laughs) I love that, dude. I was so excited. It's shot like it's just like fucking joint right in his face. I was like, yes, I love New York. (laughs) Nick Nick Gage is a million percent over. Um, He looked like shit. I dude, he always looks like shit. No, but like I've no, seen, he, no, he, he did, always looks like shit, bro. He looked like he couldn't even walk, dude. He looked like fucking Vampiro trying to walk around. But then he got in the ring, and the Briscoes made him look real fucking good. The um, for, for the, like hold on, I need to seconds. talk about the entrance before we talk about the match. I need to talk Sorry. about the entrance. So we're talking about parody between this and one night stands, while Matt Cardona recreated. The Sandman's entrance. Nick Gage was the spiritual successor to oh, that 100%. entrance at 05. He it's came like, out. That crowd went wild. And, and they the always do for Nick fucking ru- Gage. Crowd rushed him, dude. And he's yeah, just getting beat up. People are just beating the shit out of him. And that's that's what happens. It was fucking perfect. He looked like shit. But like Mark, <laughs> I, I, I think it was uh, Mark, Mark Briscoe. <laughs> um is is working with gage in the ring and then he just like does this seamless like little like slip into gage's ddt and i was like that was the cleanest i've ever seen nick Dude, gage hit a move the briscoes are fucking great this match man the what we got of it would if this had been the first five minutes of like a 15 minute match it was just chaos it would have been was... it would have been great but i mean it was the way it ended, the they, way they, the Briscoes lost, they ran, out of, the time. Time. They ran out of time. You just have to say they ran out of time. They ran out was, of time, and that's what bullshit. sucks because there's no way on God's green earth. I'm not saying Nick fucking Gage shouldn't have won. He shouldn't have won that quickly. No, Matt not Tremont, against the Briscoes. Matt Tremont and Nick Gage were the right winners because that gives both of those guys who are mainstays of GCW, who are mainstays of, of the hardcore um, landscape for, for many years. Like I said, Matt Tremont went and fought fucking Onita last year sure. in FMW, you know, in like Onita's return minutes. match. But not in five they minutes. were, yeah, no, they, they, they were the right decision. But the issue is, is that they had the match end like five minutes before what would have been 11 o'clock and they did the the the, the beer bash the, the beer the beer bash where every other company that has been in the situation they were in and and I really don't want to try and fault GCW for this because they clearly did their best and they were clearly kind of over their head every other company would have said fuck the beer bash go another 5 minutes what and, and, I, and the match would have been really good, I think, with another five minutes. It would have been a little short, but it would have been enough been chaos a, to... It would have been to, offensive. To, and, yeah. And I don't know... I do not know the the intricacies of broadcasting live on pay-per-view. But what I would say should have happened is the match should have ended at 11 o'clock when the pay-per-view was scheduled to end... And they could go off on pay per view and have the beer bash continue on fight. Yeah, I mean, it, it, for for free or something like that. Anything it, other than what I mean, yeah, it, 
they could have figured out a way to do it. They could have put it on YouTube. They could have <laughs> done it's a shame anything. This really had the potential of being one of the best matches of the night had it been. It, it, it really could have. It, and it the crowd really, into it. And it really was an ECW tribute unto its own. It was, you know, Matt Tremont and Nick Gage, who are guys that were told they could never wrestle, who ended up over and are doing it versus Tommy Dreamer and Sandman. Yeah, exactly. Against the the fucking Dudleys. I mean, the Briscoes. Yeah, I mean, I mean, pretty much. I mean, in in you know these guys that are well oiled, you know, tag team machines that do the hardcore stuff, but it's not their thing. You know it. You know, it just made sense. They they just fucked up. I mean, and, and I'm going to give them a one and a half because they knew what they were doing. They just need to do it again, but better. You know what I mean? They, they just have to do it again and clean it up. You, you can't be scared. You can't go into it, you know, with, with, with any hesitation. You just have to draw it up again and, and do it better because the, the ground... The groundwork for GCW on the show, I think all three of us can agree, it's there. Sure. Are they just, yeah, I mean, once they get their shit together on production, but that really took out, as 0.75 for me, it, it was it was a mess. It was a fucking hot mess, and there was nothing that you could truly salvage out of it, ultimately. It just didn't, it didn't feel good. It didn't feel right. Um, the Briscoes are way too good to fucking lose Losing that quickly. Five. Um, yeah, like they're just it didn't it, it didn't was, make it was just a fuck up. Yeah, and I mean you know like we know what happened, but at the same time, like I feel I genuinely feel bad for the Briscoes because they deserve better. It's good to know what happened. Thank you, Twitter, for Nick Gage going on just saying fuck pay per view time limits. Yeah. No. Um, I, mean... I gave it a two. I. You know, it sucked. It was not great, but I saw the potential. The entrances were there. I saw the parody between this and the main event of One Night Stand 05. So I got that nostalgia, warm tinglies. I gave it that too. It it could have been way higher. GCW is fun and exciting. I had fun. And in the... I'm going to give this pay-per-view a rating higher than any of the matches. This is legitimately one of the most fun pay-per-views I've reviewed with you guys. Well, hold on. I need Aaron's rating. Oh, Oh, for the main event. She gave it a, a four to five. Um, it could have been higher, um, but it was, it was, uh, too too short and also uh she loved nick gage coming back she loved the people beating the shit out of him well i liked him going for the pizza cutter spot and not getting it yeah i mean i dude it's it's just there for gcw i don't know how it's there it none of it makes any sense but it's it's compelling and what do you think i rated the whole show um a 3.25 Four. Those are got it. The show is a four for me. I for me it's a three. Um simply because I'm familiar with GCW and this wasn't necessarily a totally accurate representation of GCW without the light tubes, without the deathmatch. 
Um, but I also thought it was a really um, mature step in the right direction for them to become real competition and become something that, you know, could really have an impact on, on the wrestling scene more than what it does now. And G G GCW ha has an impact. I mean, people want to – Monroe Suzuki fought in GCW. Mm -hmm. If anything, impact should be quaking in their boots. Yeah. You know I mean? they could, GCW, because they're different. Yeah, could I, easily I, fall into that third thing, and we would have three promotions. It was and entertaining. All different. And also, it was entertaining. it's cheap. And also, it was entertaining. It's cheap. You have WWE, which you have to subscribe to their thing, and yeah, that's cheap. But you have to do the subscription thing. You have AEW, which is the highest quality, but you have to buy it on pay per view unless you, it's expensive. you know, yeah, but it's expensive. Then you have Impact, which is in the twenty five dollar range, and then you have GCW, which normally runs shows at twelve ninety nine. Or twenty three ninety nine for two straight nights worth of wrestling, which features the guys like you know Tony Deppin and Minoru Suzuki and Joey Janela and Matt Cardona, and 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 all of these other guys, and they really utilize the the you know we're just running shows that people want to see, and there might be some character work, but there are plenty of matches in GCW that just happen because they're matches, and you want to see them, and that's exciting because it's just professional wrestling. I completely agree. I gave this a three five. I'm right in the middle of the two of you. I enjoyed the show. I would, I would buy another GCW pay per view. Maybe not their ones they run like every other week, but I'd no, but buy another one. Um, the only thing I found funny, and I just going back a little bit to the Mance Warner promo, where the guy who interrupted, fuck if I remember his name, he had devil horns. Yeah, where he called it a spotter. Where he called it a spot show. And I sat there and went, how many of these fucking people know what a spot show is? No, that's a lot of a lot of deathmatch. Like GCW fans were really mad because they're doing it in New York because there wasn't light tubes and because there wasn't, you know, intentional blood and things. Yeah, but he, calling he, it a just... spot show also means that it's not a film show. It's just an in-between town. Well, <laughs> it's again, not like I get the insult, but it's also doesn't make sense. He's just trying to replicate the angry death match. He's trying to be Cornette. <laughs> no, well, well, no, that's, that's the thing is the angry death match. People that are mad at people who don't do death match stuff are literally no different than Jim Cornette. Just on, on different ends of the universe. Awesome. Oh, they don't use enough light tubes. Okay. All right. Next week a, we do the Royal Rumble. That's gonna be a shit show. I pred I predict it'll be a lower rating than tonight. Yeah, it's gonna suck. It's gonna <laughs> suck. I, Beth I'm Phoenix not. and Edge versus uh the Miz and Maurice brother. I'm so not looking forward to having to watch WWE. Oh. Wow. No, I'm not Rumble. I'm looking forward to watching how either Roman Reigns or Brock Lesnar gets fucked over. Well, I hope I fall asleep so I can give it a good dozer rating. <laughs> <laughs> I I'm hope you actually watch it the way we do. It's time. 